ain't coming on over Cause you guys are too much fun I'm so sick of them taking mean, all your good Is that a real lick or is that like a robot lick? No, I'm playing all the guitar. Oh, I thought you used like not with guitar. Guitar hero. No, that is that is no, that's my guitar. Oh, I use for the drums and everything, but all the bass, guitars, and keys I play. And obviously, all the vocals are mine. I'm well aware. Use a vocoder. I'm learning every day. I know you are. Welcome to another week of coming on over to our house, where we love to live inside your ears. And your hearts. And your brains. Thanks, guys. Hi, Jeff Morrow here from television. You might have heard of me before. Yeah, and I'm Emily Morrow from being Jeff's sister. The worst of my two sisters. Oh, thanks. This has been decided upon. All the other siblings agree with me. Thank you. It's a jo- Emily, we'll talk about it later. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, I didn't know. Will. Was there a family meeting that I wasn't aware of? You know Did you have it on my birthday an hour before I showed up? Was Dude, that what you discussed? That's when all the best business gets done. When, uh, when we talk about you and you're not present, it's the best. <laughs> it's how things get done in the family. Speaking of the Morrow family, there is one consistent truth throughout our entire lives from all the siblings to our parents, and that is the Morrow family loves television we do it God. is a fact it we love it hard we love it with our souls and i don't know about you but i have always considered it like a hobby someone's like what are you into what do you do i'm like tv i watch tv actively like to the point where when we have conversations with people who don't watch tv it is mm. the strangest thing i, I would know. be more shocked at seeing a cylindrical ufo flying through the air oh. in front of me that yeah. i can record and post mm-hmm on the internet. I know. Internet famous. <laughs> to me, it's more of an anomaly when people don't watch TV and Agreed. don't like have that just voracious appetite for shows like we do. Mm-hmm. And hey, man, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, we're talking about shows. So I think we could thank our parents, Pam and Gus, thank for you. instilling these wonderful traits in us of watching TV because we had a lot of appointment television growing mm-hmm. up. And I had a television in my room probably from the time when we lived on Newland in Chicago, in the city proper. I was maybe six years old when we got the black and white. With the knobs, right? With the knobs. And Frank and I would watch All in the Family. And when MASH came on, it was too late. It was It was like you woke up in the middle of the night and it was... Such the saddest. I know. It makes me... I'm like, oh God, I have school tomorrow. It is like, to me, it's worse than the alarm clock because the alarm clock wakes you up like that is like, oh my God, how am I going to go to bed? And this probably contributed to some of our sleeping issues. Yeah, that could be. But when you heard this... Oh. oh, this I is I didn't like know it the, had words. Yeah, this, you know what the name? This is a good trivia question. Do you know what the name of the theme song to MASH is? No, I don't. Suicide is Painless. Jesus Christ. Let, let us, hey, That's little six-year-old dark. Jeff and Frank. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Go to bed. It's, it's surprisingly more upbeat with the lyrics. 
I mean, this sounds like a, a come on over theme song. I, if you ask me. I, th- I, mean, <laughs> I think that needs to be rewritten, Jeff. And from that point, I had a tiny little TV like that I would put in the bed with me and I'd watch all the late night talk shows. Mm. Johnny Carson at, at, when I was younger and then David Letterman and Jay Leno and all that stuff. From like my bunk bed, it was crazy. I feel we were always immersed in television and moving Agreed. pictures. Mm-hmm. More so than movies. Yes, we like to agreed. go to the movies, but our culture in the house mm-hmm. was television. Yeah, like I still am able to like rattle off 10 to 20 to 30 plus shows that you need to watch. Whereas movies, I probably only have a solid list of five to 10 that, you know, have true meaning to me. But yeah, I agree with you. I'm, the, I'm on yeah. the same wavelength. And lucky for you, come on over listeners. We have Emily here. I know. Who is our resident television expert. Ooh. And again, 50-50, you might like 50% of them. The other 50% are abominations, terrible, oh, shut terrible up. shows. You know what? But, but I know they're terrible, Jeff. We, and I, I relish in their terribleness and, you know, how idiot-driven they are. And that's why you're the authority here. And that's why we're the authorities for you guys because you are going to walk away from this episode today. She said it, 20 to 30 shows 20 to you 30. have to watch. Just when we're a year into this pandemic <laughs> and you think there's nothing left to stream, to binge, to just put yourself to bed like the theme mm-hmm. song, Suicide is Painless, of MASH, yeah. we're going to help you because we all need that little, just so easy entertainment where you can just put that warm laptop right on your Ooh. midsection, fire up the email, fire up the browser, put on a show, little DC. little DC. Diet Coke on Di- the oh, side. I, hey, I'm having a Diet A&W right now. Hey, where'd you get that? I got it at the gas station. Oh, that, that is such a gas station. I Why know. would happen? What'd you do at the gas station? Well, I was going to talk about it with how my week this week was. So everybody, you are so lucky because we are going to bestow upon you all of our television knowledge to give you something to watch for the next year. That's how much content we're oh, giving yes. you. In today's theme is all about television and we're calling it Stream Dreams. Guess what? I just found something to watch. Hey, look at me. I'm most extreme. Cause I found something to stream. Stream Dreams. Were you on painkillers? I'm dreaming. Wow. I didn't know. I uh, Jeff. It's well, been a weird week, Em. Obviously. It's been a weird week. I, I hear you working it out in the studio through that song. What was, oh my God, it was like. It was more industrial. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor. Yes. If oh. you will. Marilyn Manson, if you dare. Oh God, we're not going we're touching not going that there. one. We're not going there. He's a bastard. But no. hey, I did it, Emily. It comes out of me. I don't write the songs. The songs write themselves. I'm just the conduit. Okay, so they write themselves. But obviously, there was a manifestation you. of what kind of week I had. Thanks for okay. asking, what? Emily. Well, how was your week, Jeff? Well, they were supposed to get all the blowers and dehumidifiers, two floors worth, out of my house mm-hmm. today, and they took moisture readings, not up to snuff. No. Got to oh. keep it in there. I got the contractor coming. I got the adjuster coming. We have ruined 
couches and rugs and our floors are still somehow holding on to moisture, even though they're in this dehumidification bladder wrapped in plastic, our floors, sucking the moisture out of it for a week now, still. Really? That's incredible. Still moisture. Nature, I don't know. And that's why I'm feeling. Stop it. (laughs) Guess what? I just found something to watch. Hey, look. All right. So emo. It hurts me. It hurts me. But aside from that, everything's good. I'm having a lot of issues at work. There's just so many things. It was just one of those weeks where despite being beat up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, I call it evolution. Call it um, maturity. But we're doing, Sarah and I are doing very well. And I owe it to her. She is uncomfortably positive so much. To the point when it's her turn to get a little. Turned? A little turned. Yeah, I'm very shocked. I'm like a, I'm like a scared puppy dog <laughs> at the fireworks of Fourth of July. <laughs> like hiding behind the bed. Yeah, you know, piddling in my diddle all over the corner carpet. Having uh, freaking you know Vicodin under your tongue or Valium. That's there what mom is. used to give oh, Chewy. There it is. R.I.P. Mushrooms. What? Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? I attribute this to, especially this week. This is the greatest piece of advice you will hear uh, for a couple, Emily. What? That was uh, given to me by our mother, Pamela. Only one of you can be crazy at a time. Yeah. You can't both fly off the handles. One of you, and you could take turns, might not be even Stevens, might not be 50 50, mm-hmm. but you have to take turns. All like, right. Like, we're like 80 20. I'm way more emotional I than Sarah. I feel Sarah's. you there. But she, uh, she, ba- she balances it out and she calms me down, and I have to calm her down. And that happened a lot this week, which is exhausting, mostly for Sarah. 90% me this week. <laughs> well, teamwork, Jeff. It's all about teamwork. How was your week? How was your week? Well, I just came from the gas station, Jeff. Yeah. Or the, the auto repair place because last night, uh, Mike calls me because he took the car, took mm-hmm. it to work. And he's like, does I'm your- I'm writing this down. Hold on. Does your car- from work. Wait, what does that the mean? Pieces to, I'm just solving the mystery here. There Keep is, going. There is no okay. mystery. Well, every clue's a clue. Go ahead. Okay, weirdo. But no, he's like, oh, the car's making a noise and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And While he had the car. This was after he drove to work? The car made a noise? Yeah. Or on the way home? On the way home. Okay. On the way home. Okay. So he, like, brought it from the garage, stopped to go get food, and when he came back in the car, it smelled like gas, and then there was a huge, uproarious noise coming from its undercarriage. Uh Uh-oh. Rack and pinion, Scary. Was it the transmission? No. What was it? Tell the The world. The muffler. The muffler. It was obvious it was the muffler. So I got that remediated. <laughs> Not yep, remediated. Remediated, baby. I got that remediated. No, Wait, what's remediated the word? The sh- you got it remediated. I got that is the it. correct word. I, I solved the problem. We, we forgive you. You've been obviously inhaling a lot of gas fumes <laughs> I, from your car. I know. So you handed the keys to Michael. He took it to work. Oh, and from that moment on, the car needed a new muffler. It smelled like gas. Okay. He often takes it to work. Is he rough on work. automobiles? Is he like a mom? I don't know what he does when Our I'm not there. Our mom is notoriously there. rough on well, automobiles. Well, she's it's like being on a freaking boat. Yeah, like remember a those sailboat. little remember the little toy cars at Kitty Land? Oh yeah, small amusement park, and they were like old timey Model Ts. Mm-hmm. And you'd go, and it was so much fun. Yeah. You really couldn't get much accent out of it besides breaking really hard. And that's how our love. That's, our beloved mother She's just heavy on the brakes. So Michael broke your car today. No, he did not so break my car. when you had words with him, did you guys solve it quickly when you blamed him? I didn't blame him. 
My car is like 13 years old. It is. It is a blue thunder. Blue thunder. Do we even know what kind of blue that is? Speedway blue. That's right. I knew that. 100%. We had this conversation. 2008 Toyota Corolla Sports Edition in Speedway blue. Can we please post a picture of that? Yes. Yes, we will. Emily's blue Toyota thunder. Corolla. I am going to keep that thing until it's no more or until I have to spend a significant amount of money on it, which, you know, muffler, not cheap. But not too bad, though. It's not too bad either, not especially bad. it's this the first new muffler it's ever had. So it's riding like a champ. Like, Blue Thunder is purring like a Did little Did you ask pity. to keep the muffler like in a little jar <laughs> yeah in your studio like, like it was apartment? something i had removed yeah like me. a gallbladder or something no, not no a pituitary we, gland you know we live in a studio we don't yeah, have the but room picture a beautiful old <laughs> toyota corolla muffler sitting in a jar of formaldehyde oh lord right on your end table slash toilet oh no <laughs> slash beer fridge oh uh, god well hey no. you know what Hey, but Aquila peep. Hey, That's you, what they say. But you know what? I'm the type of person when something like that happens, I'm not going to sit on it. Got it done first thing in the morning. I, the I applaud that in you. That's because our instinct is to shop it around and get like three quotes. Hell no. We I were was, taught no. by my father to always get three quotes no matter what. Like if you bought like he gets an insurance. If you got adjuster. gym shoes. <laughs> you know, we'd have to go to three. My dad's like, what do you got in the 12? You know, and then you try it on. He's like, sir, how much are these Nikes? And the guy yeah. would be like sixty nine ninety nine. And my dad would be like, is that firm? Is that... <laughs> Is that a is I that think, a hard seventy sixty nine ninety nine? Can we you know? Yeah, can we I'd bring it have, down? And then he walks 10%. out exactly, and then until he they come the, running yeah. back, and they'll give it to him for sixty sixty eight ninety nine. Yeah, but you just got it. Sometimes it's just time is money. Um, you just got to get it done. No, and it's like you know we're we're leaving for Wisconsin and the ski trip. Two days, yeah, the the ski trip. Oh my god, are so, you ready? Did you get goggles? Yeah, I'm borrowing all stuff from her cousin Jen because she's skied a bunch. I've skied twice, so I don't want to buy new stuff because I probably won't ski again for like another couple years, I imagine. Yeah, or not. Maybe you catch a bug, Em. Hey, you, you know start what? ripping the pow, I'm shredding the gnar. Doing the pow-pow, right? Powder eight. Now, wait, for those people quite confused listening that yeah. live on the coast or in Colorado <laughs> or in Tahoe or wherever, yes, you can ski in the Midwest. Not really in Illinois, unless it's literally on a garbage dump, uh, That's a true. landfill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin has some topography that allows for minimal skiing, and you got to drive there a couple hours. And like, they almost three. But, I mean, you get up and then yeah. you, you're right down. Exactly, it's like a sled, but you can ski there, which is fine for me. Something. That's all she needs. Emily does not need to be, you know, ripping the mugs. I do not want to be breaking my face. No, we don't. Had a lot of dental work. Yes, I don't want to ruin my money maker here. Well, that is really great. So you had the muffler. So the muffler that was a very recent thing. Mm. And then uh, something really interesting that happened this week. But... You farted blood. No. <laughs> I did not fart blood for the record. Jesus. I I can't prove that. Neither can the mechanic. (laughs) What? You see like freaking blood residue? It smelled like gas. Okay, whatever. But um, I was over at mom and dad's over the weekend and like dad mentioned something about summer camp. I'm like, like, Dad, come on. How many times were you at summer camp? Because the Morrows are not campers. No, we, we don't do camp. We certainly never went to summer camp, like sleepaway camp. Oh. Never. That just wasn't in our, no. it wasn't a choice. It wasn't an option. And we didn't want to go, right? No, we wanted do you feel to be like with you mommy and daddy. All the time. Well, there's especially working a lot on the East Coast with East Coasters. It's a giant part of their culture. It's, it's six, seven, eight week sleepaway camp. We brought, Lorenzo did a oh, week yeah. sleepaway camp. Mm-hmm. The same one Sarah did 
called Ooh. Camp Henry. It was in Michigan, beautiful land, like five hours away. Too far. So far. I don't do anything. With and Sarah used to go there and like, you know, do the horse camp for a week. It was just Ooh. a week camp. I don't know if they offer any more weeks, but we looked it up and we got him on the list and he got in. And we thought it'd be such a great way to experience, you know, being outdoors for this was like three summers ago. Yeah. We picked him up. He was like, never again. I don't blame him. He's like, I can't. He's got like PTSD from that. I don't oh, know what no. happened there, but we cleared it with, you know, I think he's fine. I don't think he was like, you know, um, abused in any way. <laughs> but I just think he didn't like being without a friend or something. The sound machine. Sound machine. I know he had all that with him. Oh, he he, did, his, he brought that. Maybe he brought that's, the eye, that was part we, we of the problem. We all sleep with a sound, an organic dome sound machine as well as eye coverings and uh, his alarm clock he brings Jeez. everywhere, even to sleepovers. And you know what? He doesn't care. Well, you know. He's like the only, it's like four kids like literally covered in boogers. And he comes in with his like, his stuffed animal. He's 12 too. He's still <laughs> little Thomas, his stuffed animal. Aww. And his eye mask, his like velveteen eye mask, his dome organic sound machine, as well as his alarm clock. So he knows what time it is. Does this is what we've created. a satin robe of some sort? Uh, what is he, an animal? I don't know. So, so we didn't go to camp. We didn't go. And, and I tried with my son. He's not going either. It's it's not done. happening. Never for the next. I, I, no, no more generations of Marls will ever do camp. It's no, just, I Terrible food too. I, we couldn't oh, handle that. I could imagine the smell. Ugh. Oh god. People touching everything. I, <laughs> oh my god. Communal sleeping. Oh. Ugh. You know, bathrooms. Oh, god. It'll be like college all over. Give me again. someone's basement floor any day of the week. One night done. Dude, sleeping bag. Fun times. <sighs> no, but our father actually went to camp. I can't believe this. Times. Our dad, who grew up in Little Italy, like in the city, went to camp because I guess he was underprivileged in that bracket. So they would take these kids to camp. Through the Hall House, right? Yeah. And sometimes they would also take the mothers and the mothers would go into a house and then all the kids would go and do the camp shit. And dad was talking about camp. Like apparently it was like the first time he saw grass. Like, like, like a a great amount of grass. Look at it. He was, he was wondrous. Dad was talking about it. Like his eyes lit up like a firefly. He was talking poetically as if it was like him falling in love. And then he tells the story. He's like, so there was this like, you know, a rope hanging from like a tree with a circle on the bottom. I'm like, I know, I know where this is going. I've seen movies. I know people like you, you swing yeah, you into, into the, the river. Pond, yeah, the swing into, yeah, exactly. And he goes, so like Tarzan, I go into the water and I'm like, Tarzan? <laughs> he's like, no, Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan, he puts the accent on the Zan. And then mom Tarzan. Have, mom and I are laughing, and mom goes, yeah, Tarzan. Come on, Gus, Tarzan. And I'm oh, like. She, she said it wrong, too. Yeah. There were three people with three different pronunciations. <laughs> and I was right, obviously. But uh, This is going to become like the new internet blue dress thing, right? How do you say Tarzan? Tarzan. Tarzan. Really? So she, do you think mom said it wrong on purpose just to get a laugh? No, she didn't. Or do you think didn't. she really says it like that? I think she was just, I, the contrast was so bad. Well, I know Dad and our his two sisters are Aunt Fran and Aunt Catherine. Uh, shout out. <laughs> so we we always kind of pointed this out. They don't say French fries. Oh no. They say French, French fries. fries. French fries. French fries. <laughs> uh two burgers, medium you know, two medium diet cokes, uh, and two large French fries. French fries. Yes. Not French fries. French fries. And when you hear it out in the wild, 
it's it's jarring. It is indeed. It stops you in your tracks. I know. You're like, and it's, I remember like we were embarrassed. We're like, oh my, oh my God, who are these ants spoiling us rotten? Because they would spoil us rotten. <laughs> we talked about that during the Christmas yeah. episode. And so they take us to movies and they take us out and everything. And they'd be like, one order of French fries. French fries, please. I was like, oh my God. No. This is so uncool. So Tarzan, Tarzan, Tarzan. Tarzan yeah, but I just wanted to tell that because I thought it was really enchanting. And I, it's rare that you learn something completely new that you've never. Yeah. About hearing your parents. Same, like maybe 23 stories. Oh, my God. The this freaking, one was 24. If I hear the one about his father and the foxhole with the ice cream that during is a great World story. War II. We got to save that. Yeah. But that is one of the best stories. He brought it up again. And I was like, this one again? It's a great story. But like by the ninth time, it kind of oh, loses its luster. Oh, did he tell the whole story or did you stop him? Because we were watching The Pacific, which we'll get into later. But I was watching that with mom and dad. And he, he was like, yeah, that was like my dad and your uncles and the foxholes yeah. with the ice cream. I'm like, oh, I know. Oh, I we know. all know oh, about I it. Know. You guys will hear about it in the next yeah. couple weeks or so. Deep Emily, tis. really quick. We just all want a. Whoa, Emily's held up deep. Wow. She's counting points with a lead, lead weight. weight. How I many know. points do you have left today? That's what I want to know. 25. That's good. Okay. It's out of 30. That's good. Yeah. You've only had five points today. Mm-hmm. Like I can serve during the day so that I can, you know, have a nice dinner and, good. you know, That's maybe, maybe a glass of vino. There it, there it is. Were you shaking when you came in here? That's all no, you can think about? No. It's a long day of muffling. Stop it. How about everything else? Fitness? No, no. But I've, I've, oh shit. Oh, you oh, see? Fudge. I told you she's I spilled the freaking. You spilled the diet room. And the freaking keyboard. keyboard. It's okay. It's it's not that. Do you do you got a towel or no, something? I got it. That's the only thing I don't I'm have. I'm sorry. Here, I'll towels. go get it. Yeah, Shit. You have to go get it. Oh, God damn it. Oh, you got to get it. Don't mess up my wood. I won't. I'll, I'll, oh, man. Okay, while she's going, let's listen to Stream Dreams again. That's your punishment, Emily. That is the, the grossest thing I've ever written. Hey, look oh yeah, grab grab the hand towel. That's totally fine. See, stars they're stars are just like us. They Shut. spill on their keyboards too. Diet root beer from the gas station. Post muffler replacement. That's Lorenzo's gaming keyboard too. Oh, he geez. games on that. Oh, oh, Minecraft. <laughs> The spheres. The spheres. Uh, no, there are no spheres in know. Minecraft. I'm... It's block-based, okay, you sorry about rod. Sorry about okay, that. Oh, so God, good. that was stupid. Hey, we're back. You got the thing. You okay. got the wa- workouts. You got the thing. Health update really quick. I've lost another whopping pound. Hey. So it brings a total to seven, which isn't great. I don't know. I feel, I'm a little frustrated with the progress. What? Seven pounds? I feel like it should have been more. It's been um, like Listen. six weeks. Okay. That's what? That's just a pound a, little- a week plus one. So are you still enjoying life and still having yes, fun? Yes, I am. That's the thing. Okay. I like. I had Detroit so a, pizza. Now there you go. Ago. I mean, jamming on the one. I don't. Jamming on the one. That's What's, for your one pound. Oh, thank you. Jamming on the one. Nice. You know what that's from? Breaking two electric boogaloo. No, that's that's Theo Huxtable with oh. Stevie Wonder. Oh my God, I remember that episode. In their, in their, oh. As long as you're, you're listen, you're having this is you want to lose more weight, Emily. You got to like work out twice as much and have seventy five percent less fun with food and drink. I know. Are you willing to do that? No, not okay, right so now. You're steady. You're in the thing. If you need to ramp it up, you will. But one pound a week is. It's not. Remember what Jonah Castro said? My trainer. At Barry's yeah, Boot Camp? Yeah, what specifically? It's not about the scale, Em. It's about how, how are those pantaloons fitting? They're fitting a little better. Yeah. A little bit? Yeah, once Whoa. I get like a few more pounds, I'm sure I'll start noticing that kind of stuff. Good but for 
for you. But I am getting way stronger in my workouts. I feel my endurance is building. I feel like I'm doing some things with ease a little better. That There's that. I feel like my butt might be getting higher, which is also kind of alarming. Well, you, you have a butt. I don't know. Some of the Marls don't have a butt. I got Frank has a butt. I got a big old butt. Does Dana have a big old butt? No, I got a flat Dana's, ass. No. Everyone has in the Marl except Dad. Me and Dad have butts. Dad has a butt? I think so. Like a bubble butt? Not like a girl's butt. You know guys who have girls' butts? It's the weirdest thing Dude, ever. There are people out there. There was one of them today at, <laughs> at our meat <laughs> At our meatpacking facility. And Jeff was like, this guy, my God, what an <laughs> ass. What a beautiful ass. Oh, God, Oh, Jeff, my God. Speaking of food and butts, Jeff, I need to know, what's the best thing you made? Hey, Jeff and Emily, I have one question for you. What was the best? Don't. Don't. Oh, what was the worst thing you made this week? Oh, that's one man did all this. Can't wait to win a Grammy. It's oh, gonna happen. I can't wait either. It's gonna be like G R A M M I E. It's I like, and it's from like all my grandma fans <laughs> that love me. Right. Well, I love you, sandwiches. Oh, oh swordfish. Ooh. Last night, made in the oven, surrounded by cherry tomatoes, shallots, tons of capers, anchovy, acid, baked it, broiled it. So I'll Sarah, by the way. Do you bake it and broil it or do both? Sorry, just broil. Okay. So you get the direct heat, blistering the tomatoes. Then you flip the swordfish, finish it off. It was so freaking good. Sarah made air fryer jumbo french fries from russet potatoes. She's like, these are big. I go, it it says half inch. I mean, they took like 40 minutes in the air fryer, which is a That's a hefty amount of time time in the air fryer. You got to take them out. You got to put them in. God bless her. So it was so damn good. And normally like swordfish, I'm like, I can give or take it. Yeah. Can be dry, can be bland. But this was punched up with so much acid, the capers, the anchovies, and it was perfectly cooked, kind of embedded in that liquid too, all the rendered, you know, all this spilled, beautiful tomato liquor that came from those cherry tomatoes. I do love blistered tomatoes. Unbelievable. It was was so good. I recommend it. We'll post it. Is it on the grams? On the grams. Yeah. I mean, is it did I post it on the grams? No. I'm 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 collecting content. Okay. And I, so maybe by the time you're listening to this, yes, I posted it. Or I'll just do a link in the freaking show notes. Jeff. You know how this works. Gosh darn it. Okay, so what was the best thing you ate or made this week? Um, nothing really stood out that was too remarkable, but in terms of quantity. Something that was rem- remarkable. You love just a lot of like buckets of food. No, um, shoving it in. <laughs> no, Mike and I went over to one of my best friends, Katie, and her husband Elliot's house. Okay, and shout Elliot, out. Uh, shout out. I like Katie. I They're, like Elliot. I know. Fun, <laughs> nice people. Do they listen to this podcast? They've listened to a few. Yeah. I know, right? I know. I shamed him. I shamed them both. But you know, they're parents of two very small babies. Zero excuses. I I, I let him slide. I let it slide. Let it slide. But Elliot, her husband, is known for over ordering. Like like when we've gone out to dinner. My kind of guy. Five appetizers for three people. So (laughs) they ordered. From Cooper's Hawk. Oh, know? yeah, like yeah. the wine joint. Yeah, that wine, I've like suburban-ish yeah. place. I swear to God, 20 containers. Got like every dish on the damn menu, like four desserts. It was overwhelming. And this is for four people. Was this last night? Yeah. How many points was no, no, that? No, no, no. It was uh, technically during one of my I'm just like, saying maybe that's what days. made the muffler drop was the drive home. No, no, we did. We took an Uber. 
Oh, be safe. Smart. I know. I know. And we also left a freaking bottle of natural wine in the Uber that the Uber driver brought back to me yesterday. All right. I know. Listen up. Shout out, yeah, Uber shout driver. Shout out to the Druber driver. <laughs> hey, man, when that happens, isn't that just like the greatest? I gave him like a, 10 bucks. Yeah, it was good. I hope on the bottle of wine was six ninety nine. No, probably. it was it was nice. It was a nice. I, oh, I wouldn't have cared. Springing. Big bucks, Mikey. Oh, so what was the best of the Cooper's Hawk array? There was smorgasbord. this jardinera uh, chicken. Oh! I know. It was delicious, uh, like pan-fried uh, chicken. Yeah. Thin, breaded, and uh, with like an accoutrement of jardinera and vegetables and mashed potatoes, and it was... Quite delightful. It was was it like our jardinera? Like was it Chicago oily it was, jardinera? Yeah, yeah it or was not like you know imposter jardinera. No, it was. I, I'd say it was pretty legit, but it did have like whole olives, which gave me out. Yeah, you don't like that. No, I know you're no. having trouble with the olives in our jardinera. You're having trouble with it. Are you going to? No, take you're them out? having trouble with our jardinera. Are you going to do? No, jar- it, people uh, love it. God people damn. like it more. I don't know, Emily. It's premium product. I like it, so this is my thing. This okay. is my vision. Well, I don't do it for you. Well, do it for Jesus. Do it for our country. So, Jeff, what are you currently watching? What are you watching? What am I watching? Can I Stop it. I am watching the Woody Allen thing. Watch the first episode of that. Yeah, I watched that too. Disturbing in many, many ways. Don't like how it makes me feel. Yeah. I took your recommendation in watching The Lady in the Dale. What do you think? Love it. Right? Outrageous. I recommend it. It's fascinating, um, right? It's very poignant for mm-hmm. these times with the subject matter of this girl being trans. It's crazy. You have to watch it. I mean, there's, there's everything crime, embezzling, three wheeled cars. It's crazy. I know, right? It really is. I, I can't believe the story. It was, was not, I was not privy to the story. I know. It's pretty this. buried. It's pretty crazy. And then I'm watching Tell Me Your Secrets I, on, on the Amazon. Amazon Prime. How is that? Ugh. What, what, ugh. <laughs> no, why, why do you say that? So I'm watching it. I'm just like, everything. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Right, you know when you watch something and you, but you like obviously you're just trudging through it like a swamp, and you're just oh. slurping your feet through each step. It, that's how I feel with this. I'm like, I kind of want to get to the end, just get the payoff. The acting is good, but it's just so disjointed. I hate bad flashbacks. I love flashbacks. Mm-hmm. As, as a voracious reader, I'm used to this structure of storytelling. Yeah, I like it when it's done right. But this show is—I don't think it's doing it cleanly. I think this, that was the problem with the stand. I got out of that one. I told you it got better though. It got still like just bad devices, bad storytelling via, you know, flashbacks. You can't, I can't, I I can't. All right. It's okay. That's what I'm watching. Wow. So I'm doing all three. The Dale I'm doing alone on the iPad for about 10 minutes before bed. And then I read to erase the, the blue screen, you know, of your brain, of my brain. Oh, stimulation. Hmm. And then I'm, I'm, but I'm uh, reading like such a great book. Oh, what what are you reading? It's called uh, Extraterrestrial. Oh, there we go. It's by the gentleman who was the the head astrophysicist at Harvard. Head astrophysicist. And every, I mean, this guy has more credentials, and he believes that in two thousand and. 16 or 14, I forget. Uh, there's a lot of dates and numbers in the book, but I'm grasping it very well. Oumuamua was a interstellar body. First one detected or recorded passed into our solar system. And all the numbers don't add up for it being a comet or a natural uh, born body or rock or ice or asteroid, anything. It's most likely an alien spaceship. And he breaks oh. it down for you. Wait, is this nonfiction? This is fiction as hell, Emily. Oh, okay. So damn fiction. <laughs> It got like really There's so excited. much fiction in it. I do believe in aliens. It's as real as your muffler. So real. So dead. 
unfortunately. Uh, but that's not even something I watch because nothing is comparing to that book right now. Before we the... get to the topic, Jeff. No. We got a couple listener emails. Oh, my God. I feel like we haven't done this in so long. We did it last week. Shut up. Did we? You got a question. I got an answer. I can't do it Hit me. This is from Carmina. Tanya. Carmina. Carmina. She, she has emailed us before. What's up, Thank Carm? You. Hello, Emily and Jeff. Jeff, I gotta know, how mad are you guys on the kitchen because you can't eat each other's food anymore? F you, COVID. It almost breaks my heart to watch your faces as you painfully watch the hot food not being served to you. <laughs> Is that even true? Well, yeah, no, we don't taste each other's food during COVID. Mm, One, but- two, I guess I realize that, you know, you get to watch us physically react to not being able to taste it, mm-hmm. that wanton stare that we give to their dishes which leads me to this third thought which is i think that's even better than tasting the dishes watching us salivate over it from afar just like you would watching us make these dishes we've been directed by everybody to not taste each other's dishes that we taste and do the official tv taste of our own dishes and that's fine with me but guess what? If I want to bite and everybody kind of clears away, I'm taking a bite of it. Okay. All right? All right. But it's not like officially doing that. Okay. I'm breaking the rules by doing that. Crazy. I'm a cowboy, Emily. You're a rebel. You're a, a maverick. I'm a, reb- I'm a rebel, daddy. What is that impression of? It's Pee Wee Herman. Oh, that was terrible. She also does a, a postscript. Ew. Hope to hear a 90s R&B type song from you soon. So oh, yeah. That's a challenge. Right. Oh, God. That's a lot of production. Oh, and my God. I know. Oh, wait. Did then... she say 90s industrial? No. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no. Guess what? <laughs> if you guys could see Jeff's face. I just found something to watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Then she asks me, Emily, any tips? <laughs> Jeff hates it when people ask me questions. So lame. You just can't have it. It's going to be a four-minute answer. Go ahead. No, wait, I'll make it quick. Emily, any tips on moving into a studio apartment? <laughs> well, I defer to you, yes. I know. My boyfriend and I are about to move out of our one bedroom and could use some ideas. So first idea, storage solutions as far as furniture. Get a bed that has drawers underneath. Everything should have a purpose. Just don't have a bookshelf that's decorative. So just like try to find good affordable furniture. And Ikea really is great for that. And that's where we got a couple new pieces. And also just, you know, make sure you get along with each other because. Oh, that is probably the first thing. That is about, the first one. It's, and it's and her and her boyfriend, Carm's boyfriend, yes, correct? Yes. So just make sure that you guys really like spending time with each other because that's why it works out with me and Mike because we. Have fun. That's great. Yeah. Look at that. Get yeah. some drawers under your bed. Yep. Get some smart, smart shelving. Smart, smart shelving. What about the toilet nightstand you guys have? We don't Is have a toilet nightstand. Recommended as well? No, the bathroom is at the way other side of the apartment. What about like, the fridge shower? There is no food storage in the bathroom, Jeff. You know what Mike told me is like the best thing about the studio that you guys invested in? An armoire <laughs> I, grill. I did get an armoire for myself. A little Ooh, armoire. Those, there's no such thing as a small armoire. Oh, dude, mine is. It's perfect. It's so like tiny, a perfect little closet. Arm, oh, that's so cute. I hang my stuff. You Look can get that in Ikea this. too. A hundred bucks. Carmina. We bought the kids one. Anyway, all right. So this and that answer was probably only three minutes. Not you know what? Jeff. But that was one of the better listener emails we've received. Thank I you. Know, it, right? It, it, it sparked some conversation and hopefully a pretty sweet '90s R&B jam coming at I you. I know, Carmina. Jeff. You have inspired him. 
This next one is from Jay Brizolara. We only have Italian listeners, Emily? Apparently. That's, that's you know, our key demographic. <laughs> I, I get it. I have a problem with how I see sandwiches assembled. Too often I see people put some of the ingredients on one slice of bread and then the other ingredients on the other slice. They then flip one slice over to put on top of the other and a bunch of toppings <laughs> fall off. Yeah. Why don't they just stack up one piece of bread and top it with the other slice? I don't know, Jay, man. I've seen it. This is one of the reasons I, I went in you know, with, with a mission to become the sandwich king and educate the masses. I've seen this professionally from an amateur standpoint done way too many times. I don't understand it. I've seen like world-renowned chefs build a sandwich like this. I don't know. Maybe people like to see it spread out in front of them, but the only thing you should put on the top bun before closing up shop is a schmear. Maybe something to adhere to that schmear, like a, a lettuce or a couple tomatoes or something. Everything else, unless you're doing like a mile-high stack sandwich, yeah. should be proper ratios, you know, three to four, you know, plus the schmear, and you're good to go. Thanks, Jay. I don't know. I, I don't know why they do it. I don't know why Idiocy. Either. Idiocy. Anyway. So now let's segue unnaturally to this week's topic. God damn it. We have to listen one more time. Oh, the whole I thing? Just Maybe. I'm gyrating on the dance floor, sweating. Like I have a, a long sleeve black shirt on that my thumb, you know, like that my thumb fits into, so it's almost like a glove shirt. Yeah, I'm I know. Sad. I'm well aware of the glove shirt. <laughs> Taking a video, which I will be posting on the show notes of Jeff just freaking out, feeling the. <laughs> Oh, heal me, Trent. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, man. We're talking TV, everything you could stream. I want you guys to come away from this show with a fresh list that maybe we're off your radar. Maybe you haven't thought about. Maybe you need to rewatch and revisit. Some just some content. And we're sharing that content with you guys. Because we're kind of starving for content right now. It's just not coming out when we want it to as quickly and yeah, you know, it so happens. so a lot of these are deep dives back into the archives which it's great because you forget how good some things are until you unveil them. So we broke these down into specific categories. Our first one is meaty stream, something that you can really sink your teeth into, mm -hmm. right, Em? Complex layers upon layers. Huge casts. Yes. Talented. Big budgets. Mm -hmm. Locations. Yes. Sometimes period pieces, right? Mm -hmm. These are what we believe are the greatest of this genre. Yes. Emily, I'll defer to you. My number one, and this is my number one favorite TV show of all time, is The Wire. Yep, yep. Currently streaming on HBO Max about the police department in Baltimore, which seeps into all the different socioeconomic aspects, the gangs, politics, the schools, and each season. The dock workers. The, oh, the freaking docks. Anyway, amazing characters. Warning, for most people, it's hard to get into initially. Stay patient, get to that third, fourth episode, and then you are so hooked and it's all you'll be able to think about. Takes place in the early 2000s. Correct. Maybe late yes, early 2000s. 
So it's like, this is before smartphones. We're seeing like there's people are still using pay phones because this is all about the drug trade as well. I forgot to mention that. There's That's horse-drawn huge. carriages. And people in buggies. They they place them in their garage. I know. They they use their icebox. But it, it is, it starts out not sleepy, but there's, it almost doesn't know what it is the first three, four episodes. And then it really sinks its teeth into you and you're, you're done then. And what I love about The Wire and I agree. It's one of like the most memorable long format because it's a lot of oh, seasons. What five. Is five seasons. Five. So there's a lot to watch. And, and you get going on this. There's great characters. I do have one bone to pick with it. I know it is. I know what, what you're going to say. You're going to say McNulty. Yeah, his, yeah. He's not my favorite character and he's always hiding his accent. Again, should, there's plenty of, I'm sure, Baltimore actors that could have used the work. You know there are YouTube videos devoted to just him slipping on the accent. He's in, he's British. He's like, hey, put it in the gay yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Oops, <laughs> I mean, I'm from Baltimore. All right, so watch The Wire Yeah. if you need something. I know it's one of the more recommended bingers. It is for a reason. It is for a reason. If you're on the fence about it, just give it a shot and give it time. Give All right, what's time. the next one? E, um, I, This is a double parter. Uh, the Pacific... And Band of Brothers, both miniseries about World War II, focusing on different areas of World War II and um, the Marines. And it's beautiful storytelling. It's horrifically realistic because you're watching all these people in battle in World War II. And they're, a lot of them are kids, 18 years old. Children's. Children's. And Tom Hanks is one of the executive producers. It's just beautifully told stories about World War II. And it's very compelling. Again, HBO. A lot of HBO. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Good historical piece. There's violence, but there's an appropriate amount of history in it for a young person maybe to, mm-hmm. to rewatch to get a little more acquainted with that um, enormous war. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what these guys might have went through when next time they're complaining about e-learning. Ex- I know, right? Or they, they didn't get my double-A batteries on time. <laughs> oh, Mom. Gosh. But I'm saying you watch a little of this, Emily. Puts things into perspective. And it is a lot of the characters are based off of real people who tell their story in the beginning of each episode. And then they kind of go into more depth. So Older shows, not on your radar, most likely. Revisit it. HBO back. Max. Another HBO. Great HBO. Mini series production. Not technically a series, correct? Mini series. Limited were series, both, they, they were call both, them now. This was back in the day before there was a limited series. Next one, Game of Thrones. I don't want to talk about it I, we we know just go back and i watch. don't want to talk about it it's been I, talked about we don't have to talk show, about it you might not heard of i've watched it halt and catch fire so excellent it is a a unique subject matter because it's about pretty much the rise of software software hardware computers and so it follows the journey starting from the at-home desktop to the internet and online shopping. So it follows this group of people and the war in who's going to get it first. And it's a, a, another really excellent series told great, very well. Great, uh, great cast too, you know? Mm-hmm. So good. So good. So watch that one. It's, it's a fun one. It's originally I'm, on AMC. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's streaming on something. I'm not sure what, but it's a good one to revisit. It wasn't that popular. No, I actually got you into that, Jeff. Yeah, you did. Thank you for yeah, that. I'm going to enjoy it every minute. Another one, another meaty stream coming from you. If those other ones were steak and fried chicken, Ooh. this one definitely is a big bison steak. Why? Because coming at you, another <laughs> under the radar jam, Yellowstone, Ooh. starring the legendary Kevin Costner. <laughs> And it's about their ranch right outside Bozeman, Montana, which is like per capita 
seriously like the most expensive place to live. Oh, it is? You can't buy anything there. No real estate. There's such a high concentration of wealth there. But it's one of those shows. Have you seen Yellowstone? I I watched a few episodes. It started going a little off the deep end for me. It's one of those shows where I, I loved watching it. And I think we're on three seasons now. So there's a lot to catch up on. A lot of content there. A lot of meat to chew on. Ooh. But it's the type of show where every episode, something catastrophic happens. You either like that style of uh, television making or you don't. I usually don't, but it's manageable and it keeps the plot moving forward for sure to a point where you're like, oh my God, how is this ever going to, there's no resolution here. Nobody's ever going to win. Everybody's going to die. And it was a hell of a cliffhanger for the end of season three. Wow. Zero spoilage. But I will tell you, it's worth it to get to that point because you don't know how you're going to start season four, Emily, the cliffhanger. Another one that kind of moved the plot along very quickly in the end was Kingdom. Yes. And we've talked about this. This is another Mm -hmm. meaty chew. So good. It was so enjoyable from beginning to end and just a bunch of characters, one more messed up than the next. You get to learn about this whole subculture of MMA fighters, which I also found very fascinating. You love all of these misfits. Yes, you do. Good. Can't recommend it enough. Awesome. The next category, Emily, I think we're done with the meat. We're We're done with the meat. Now we're going into stream intrigues. Stream intrigues. Stream intrigues. Stream intrigues. Ooh, I like it. And and what do you mean by this category, Emily? Uh, Sci-fi, things that are confusing at times, but you know, it's those shows that you have to stick with for the big payoff. Mm -hmm. My first one on that list is Lost, which I'm a big Losty. Watched it the moment it came out. On ABC, I watched it every Wednesday, and I've rewatched it three times since. Where can we stream this now? Oh, it's like Hulu. on you can st- yeah Hulu. But man, Lost, such a fun journey, and it's crazy. And they're on the island, and there's all this black I couldn't smoke do, I, monster. I, 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 I try. There's I was, polar bears on the island. I can't. I couldn't do it. I think I even went through the you, first you season. I went to the second season, yes, and I just couldn't stay with it. I'm a purest when it comes to sci-fi i don't like network television for the most part dramas you know this i veer away from them i smell a rat from a mile away and this show just didn't have enough for me didn't have enough i need it based in reality and i'm okay not knowing how it ends because from what i'm told it doesn't end all that great so i don't know if there's a great recommendation it's really not you know what and then by the same creator jj abrams gems fringe jeff i actually think you would like fringe Uh, a whole lot station network was it on it was initially on fox but i'm telling you stop it i mean boo oh wow jeffrey i mean boo all right. Okay, but okay, it was on Fox. I remember when it came out. Tell me the premise again. Give me a short snippet of premise. Okay, it's been so long. Oh, oh you didn't <laughs> I, I was. I, You've inhaled too the, much gas. No, it was because today with the freaking muffler drama, it took me up. I, I wasn't able to prepare there's as no, thoroughly. No it's been a couple years. Business. Show business. You always show up. I know. I'm here, but it's been like three years since I watched it last. It involves parallel universes, which is awesome. Uh Trust me, like there's aliens and sort of a format of a monster a week in the beginning, but then it becomes like this big overhanging plot that just keeps you guessing. Great characters. You are so involved. Trust me on this fringe. Got it. Trust me. Very good. Jeff, you and Lorenzo should watch it together. All right. We'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. I'll give a couple a shot. What we have been watching is the launch of the second season of uh, Stream Intrigue. Not more Intrigue, but in in the sci-fi realm is For All Mankind, which starts the first episode 
as if the Russians won the space race to the moon and landed on the moon first. And that trajectory, what that would look like from a NASA American, you know, United States perspective. Yeah. Then who's putting the first moon base on? Who's getting the first woman on the moon? Like mm-hmm. in, now we're in the 80s start of this second season. It's just so awesome. The really? Moon bases, I love it. Lorenzo loves it. I mean, we're obs- I've talked about his obsession with space. I mean, he knows so much about like dark matter and antimatter and the creation of the universe and all this stuff wow. from a scientific standpoint. And more than I've ever known. Black or holes? Even known Does he know about black, black holes? holes? Yes, of course. of course. I mean, yeah, duh. Yeah. But it's something we could totally share because we're both kind of sci-fi space nerds and stuff. And this is a fun show. Very based in reality. That's why I like it. It's more speculative fiction than science fiction. And Jeff loves speculative fiction. That's an Apple Plus, correct? Apple Plus TV. Ooh, okay. Apple Plus TV. I love you, mama. All right. Next category. Tingle streams. Tingle streams. The category that makes us feel feelings. Yes. Tingle tingles. All sorts of feelings. And we're starting it off hard with Friday Night Lights. Yep. Classic. Remember we visited that when we still lived in LA via Netflix delivery oh. of DVDs. So we would get one and then we'd send it back and get one. Mm-hmm. And this is really great, great, likable characters and acting done. And realistic. Yep. Great Very music. Excellent. Yes, indeed. Can't recommend that enough. If you haven't thought, you're like, Coach T. Coach T. Family fun. Clear really eyes, great. Full hearts can't, can't lose. lose. Next one. Six feet under. You know, subject matter, maybe not inspiring the feeling of tingles. Which is a family that lives in a family-run funeral home yep. and grappling with life and death. And each, Oh, hold yeah. on. My goosebumps are out I know, so. of the outrageous. No, but this is... <laughs> Over the moon. Relax. Keep saying it. So, Morticians, ooh, death, oh. car accidents... Keep going. <laughs> Color me a fan. Jeff loves to be colored a fan. That's his new thing. Yes. But um, it's, again, great complex characters, amazing writing. Alan Ball is the executive producer. And just it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Really and, great. They wrapped it up very nicely, oh, too. Best series finale of all time. Agreed. It's just for sure. definitely worth it to watch how a series finale should be executed. Exactly. They crushed it. Left you with a lot of feelings. So many feelings. And another takeaway after recently rewatching that is that you feel hard. You laugh hard. You cry hard. It, it takes you on an emotional journey in the best way. Now, what about Fleabag? I see that in this. I've, I've given you, it a shot. You couldn't. I don't know. No? Okay. I'll, maybe I'll give it another shot if you explain it well enough I'm, to us in the audience. Okay. Here. Challenge accepted. So Fleabag is a half-hour comedy drama-ish on Amazon, written and starred by uh, Phoebe Walder-Bridge. Yes, Phoebe Walder. Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers Waller. Waller. No, it's Phoebe. Phoebe Bridgers Waller. No, Phoebe Waller Bridge. She's British too. She's not Phoebe. playing a Brit. No, no, she's. She's British in the show. She's completely. It's the most British show ever. They're yeah, doing that's the most why. British that's why. things. I don't know. But I'm telling you, the writing is fantastic. It's about this woman who's a bit of a misfit and her foibles in life. But there's something so endearing about it and so funny. And at the time I watched it, I related to her quite well just because she just couldn't. You were be. just foibling around town, I was weren't foibling. you? Exactly. Taking it all in. <laughs> you know Drinking. it. Drinking. 
Yeah, but eating, <laughs> leave me alone. Kissing, hugging, doing all those things. No. You were a flea bag yourself. Tell us why. Why Everybody was a flea bag? Why were you a flea bag for this during this? How old is this show? Like um, two years, two, so two three years. Okay, so if we watch Flea Bag, we can get inside your head a little deeper. Maybe, maybe two years ago. Head. I'm not as messed up as this character, but there's something quite relatable and honest about it. No, well, nothing says. Feel good like Fleabag. Trust me, there are half-hour episodes that goes by so fast. Just just watch it. You right. will enjoy it. All right, good. All right. Um, should we go to Disturb yes. Streams? Mm-hmm. Number one on it. I have Flesh and Bone. That is, I recall that show. I know. On Stars. It's from it's about ballet dancers, right? Messed up ballet up. dancers, Oof. which is like my favorite like subcategory of anything. Give me some messed up ballet dancers and I'm I'm in. Sign me up. Because if you don't know, I mean, it's a grueling oh. career path. Like in from popular culture, especially because there's got to be four ballet based shows out there. Yeah, like and some are better than others. This one was raw. This one. Was, what are you talking like? Um, Black Swan to like the movie, whatever mm-hmm. in popular culture. Ballet. Center stage. Oh my best God. movie ever! I, I own that movie. I love Center Stage. But Flesh and Bone just you know follows the journey of this one very disturbed ballet dancer and her success and the stresses. Good, and you get a little dance in there, so it's oh, something nice. It's gorgeous dancing. Everyone's real ballet dancers, so there's some questionable it's good. acting. It's like the ancillary pleasures of some of these shows are what you get to see them experiencing in their crafts like ballet or murder speaking of murder this is my recommendation emily what because this is not just your recommendation i know but you didn't put him down there mine is mine hunter yeah that's on netflix two good. seasons deep in it's about the first ever serial killer task force that the fbi had to basically invent during this period of time i think it was in the 70s when uh you know some of these guys started getting you know getting getting on their horse and killing some broads it is literally hot in <laughs> it here. is so hot i know but the, the thing's off but the ancillary pleasure of this show yeah it sounds terrible but are the serial killers in the actors portraying them i mean mm-hmm. it really is so you get you know each season throughout the course of the season you get to explore different psychological profiles and it's kind of got a silence of the lambs type angle where they keep interviewing the same guy to get in the heads of the other serial killers great show real fun to stream stream dream that's what this i listen to and i murder people all right what's the next one Oz. You Oz. are a big fan of the show. I don't think I watched oh. all of it. I was in high school, probably. No, you were, You must have been in college because mom, Wednesday nights when it was on, I'd be doing my homework and she'd be like, Emily, Oz is on, come down. And then we'd like watch men get like violated in prison, which is, <laughs> that's what it's about. It's about maximum security prison. Was in the 90s on HBO. Tons of people in there that you would recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, prison inmates and the different groups. You got, you know, the Nazis, Italian gangsters you got the gangbangers quite a pioneering series on it, hbo it much is, like all hbo early series they pretty much set oh, the bar it is rough man there are some rough rough scenes but yeah, I, I, i'm good I, how does it when's the last time you watched it does it hold up i think maybe four or five years ago rewatched Ooh, hopefully it. it holds up because you are recommending it to but me. this was emily four or five years ago is not that different from emily now was she like double flea bag or triple flea bag that, oh four or five years ago she was double oh my god just flea bagging around Woo! town yeah but seriously one disturbing shock- it's a disturbed stream category you're going to be disturbed watching this shock and awe shock and awe and there is a scene in there Uh-oh. where 
Booty Love. Elliot Stabler. Chris, uh, what's his name? From uh, SVU. Ugh, I have never watched You've an never SVU, watched... nor will I ever. Anyway. It's a network drama. Procedural. Lets, even worse. He lets a gentleman perform oral sex upon oh. him, and then right after he releases, he <laughs> breaks his neck. Whoa, you gotta go. That's one way to go. The 90s, man. We said it. Disturb Ooh. dreams. Yeah. No right. rules. Okay, our next one to help wash that filthy taste out of your mouth, Emily. <laughs> And snap your neck back into place like a <laughs> chiropractor. Woo. So you're alive again. These are candy streams. Ooh, I love candy Ooh. streams. Candy streams, candy streams. How much do you cost? Five little pennies. I want them now. Candy streams, candy streams. How much for the bag? Put it in one little little at a time. Candy, candy streams. streams. We just made that up, guys. Of course we did. It's obvious. <laughs> obvious. Uh, my first one in there, I have Gossip Girl. Okay. Gossip Girl is a really fun show to watch. Takes place in the like mid-aughts, upper class Siders. What is it? Upper East Siders. Rich ass teens. Tell those East Siders to come with a zip gun and a switchblade <laughs> and don't come at all. Ooh, no. Uh, very rich Upper East Side teens in New York, you know, living the life and dressed fabulously. It's got Blake Lively in it. Everyone's beautiful and they're getting into all this drama and I just love it. And I'm rewatching it again right now here and there. And I just, mm-hmm. I love it even more. Sensitive. Yeah. Watch but it. candy. 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 Total. Right. Not mm-hmm. a lot of feels with that one. No. It's excellent. Excellent fashion too. You have true blood on here, Emily, which I concur with. Right. It, it, you know, it shit the bed a little bit. Oh, at the, the end. end. Oh, I, my most recent rewatch of it, which was maybe three years ago, I got through to the third or fourth season and then I was like, I can't do it anymore. But those first three seasons, man, they are so much fun. You got the supernatural world. Mm-hmm. You got shapeshifters, vampires, werewolves, fairies, maenads, what else? It's great. And it's so much. There's tons of fun, campy stuff and a bunch of really great looking people just, you know, going at it. It's great. (laughs) There you go. Another Alan Ball show. Alan Alan Ball. Ball. He was on my list of people I want to work with the most. I love Ted Lasso because it was released during this pandemic. It's on Apple Plus TV and it is pure candy because... Jason Sudeikis' character, who I I talked about this show. It's probably my favorite show per capita of the year. Half-hour comedy, a lot of joy, just escapism, grounded in reality, so it's not fantastical in any way, but it's just so, I don't know, you just want more and more of it, just like a a little pixie stick. And it's very well done, too. It's just well done, great music cues, great characters, just great. In British, where it should be. Because they're talking British stuff. They actually did shoot in London. London yeah, town. The next one is one of the classic. What? Maybe what? I was going to say Manchester. I don't know. I don't Manchester. know. I'm, I'm talking out my yeah, ass Yeah, it was somewhere. Point. I it's looked not, it's it up. not London town. No, it was shot in London. Is Royalton by the sea? No, it was not. North Haven, Mansham, and Haven. Oh, in the Cotswolds. Oh. Which I actually went to the Cotswolds. So did I, and I bought all the clotted cream they had. Oh, delicious. Next one is Parks and Recreation, <laughs> a.k.a. Parks and Rec. Of course. Right, the Office 2.0, oh. if you will, same vein, but really great characters. So much fun in so many episodes. You can just keep watching it, like a thousand watching episodes. It. By the time you get to the end, you can start rewatching because you forgot how it started. Ooh. Ooh, that's all 
what we want from a candy stream. That is. Can I add the boys too somewhere in there? I just thought of that because you said superheroes. And I do not like any superhero content. I tried that WandaVision. Did you see, are you still I stopped with it? it. So okay. It got two superhero for it. Superhero started, so you know, they had like the base and the people on the screens monitoring shit. I'm like, get out of here. The base? You know, there's always like a base where the superheroes launch oh, from. Oh, yeah, And there's yeah, screens gotcha. everywhere like and they're like basement. monitoring yeah, and there's like a whole thing. Yeah. Like the headquarters. Yeah, where like the guy, yeah, Batman and was. the one guy. Don't do Alfred. it. Alfred. Great actors. It's just, I don't know, it got too Marvel for me. Yeah. But the boys, on the other hand, I really dug this year. Okay. Watch that. It's candy. I'll add it's it superhero, but super violent. So it's got like everything you want in it. Ooh. But definitely like just fun out there, man. Fun. Jeff, I don't know if we should head on to no. this next category. No, because okay. they're all your. It says Emily, only Emily likes streams. These are more of your shows, 90 Day Fiance. It's listen, if you like to see people make terrible decisions, that's Desperate a great people. show. We love 90 Day Fiance. Real oh. Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of New York. Watch them from the beginning. That's all I'm going to tell to people. If, if you currently watch them, you haven't watched them from the beginning, do it. And same with Jersey Shore, the original Jersey Shore. Watch that from the beginning. That is like candy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's all I need to say. I don't need to expound upon that. No, you don't. And then no. we have Sweet Bitter. Streams. Oh, no, that's... No, what's Sweet Bitter? Those is that a show? Is yes. Sweet Bitter? It's a really good show, actually. You are. You have, like, you know how Frank has terrible taste in movies? No, I think Sweet you have Bitter some... is great. Okay, it's... tell us. Convince us a show that none of my listeners have ever heard of. Tell me about Sweet Bitters. Okay, first Convince me, us. This is not a category. This was stuff I just didn't know where to put it, and I just, I forgot mm, to take I it away. I wonder why. Continue. Anyway, Sweet Bitter is a show that was on Stars. It takes place in the early 2000s, even though they shot it recently. So it goes back in time to the early 2000s about like a girl from the Midwest who becomes a waitress at like a fancy upper crust restaurant in New York, and it's about the restaurant world. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. no, okay. So I thought it's this about was su- like a, a Southern sweet, I don't know, I was thinking like sweet no. tea or something, like a Southern reality show. No, I actually got Mike to watch it, and he liked it okay. for the chef aspect, yeah. but it's also as the Not serving aspect. Enough. He said it was very realistic oh, good. in what happens in a kitchen and in a restaurant. And I how dig it. It's, that's also half-hour episodes, really watchable, and I don't know what category that goes into, and I don't need to get into my other ones because... These are not, uh, we're not going to talk about No, those. no, I didn't know where to So we're going to end on Sweet Bitter. Look I at, guess so. Just when I thought I wasn't going to trust you here, I was going to li- only listen to the ones that I've already watched that were good, that I concur with, that are good. You, you, you convinced me oh, at the good. end there to check out Sweet Bitter. Yeah, on Stars, which no one else watched other than me. And Dana, I got Dana to watch it and she really liked it. Oh, well, Dana's another one. Oh, oh Lord. Man. So we said every show. I'm I sure still we'll had think a bunch more. more. I know. And I'm we, sure all of you people will think of more. And how about send us an email at askjeff at comeonover.com and tell us your kind of sleeper hit, revisit, you got to watch this, you never heard of it recommendation. We'll mm-hmm. take it and we'll talk about it on the air. Yeah, it'll be I awesome. I command you all, do it right now. Give us, because I know you're like, dude, why didn't you do The Sopranos? I know. Because everybody knows The Sopranos is like the best and it's great and it's fun to rewatch. We were trying to go a little... Outside the jail, if you will. Yeah, outside side. the rapey jail. The rape. <laughs> well, which is Oz. I can't believe you described for the audience, my sweet, sweet audience, <laughs> about that poor man being neck snapped after um, pleasure giving. I can't believe that. Well, you know, it's one of the most famous scenes in Oz and horrific. You probably should have prefaced that with a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, people. I'm going to spoil all over you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> 
Thank you. All right. <laughs> that was Stream Dreams, Em. That was. It's our I first mean, ever. Probably not our last, though, because no. I know I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to curse myself. So let's interact together, audience. Tell yes. us at Ask Jeff at comeonover.com and we're going to mention this on the air whoever sends us some we're going to read it every one every, every single one. one so you better send it because guess what 100% you're going to be on the air okay and we're going to say your name sorry Emily I gave <laughs> you an Christ. assignment all right then that will um, be our entire listen, episode listen that's all we got we're done we're we've done. left it all on the table there's nothing left there's no money in the pockets the wallet is empty the brain is mush and as always thank you all for coming on over yeah now get the hell out The Come On Over podcast is powered by Game Plan, produced and edited by me, Emily Morrow, Jeff Morrow. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. He, Jeff writes our amazing emo songs. What do you mean? This one? Stop. Don't do it. Guess what? <laughs> okay, go all ahead. All right. Thank you all for coming down. Thank you all for just being here. And remember to subscribe, rate, review, share us. And we will come on over the next time. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Hit me. Sorry. I'm ready. There we go. Sucking away. You know what's great on radio in microphones is when you're just, everybody hears you like sucking on a fucking pebble. I chew it. It's important. Okay. Now we're waiting for this to happen, everybody. (laughs)